From our studios in North Florida, it's in black and white. And now your host, the baby-faced assassin of freedom, Jerry Brooks. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, patriots of all ages, welcome to In Black and Right, the new definition of color commentary. I am the baby-faced assassin of freedom, Jerry Brooks. Also, your tour guide through the severely whacked out world of Joe Biden's America. And once again, proving that in a uh, black conservative is not an oxymoron. And believe you me, today we've got some pretty intriguing news. And things are heating up, uh, not just because of the weather, and Lord knows that's putting enough of a strain on power grids, uh, especially here in Florida, Texas, Arizona. Ay, ay, ay. But we'll get into that. But I'll, last night, that's going to start to uh, start with today's story. President Trump held a special screening of Sound of Freedom at his country club in Bedminster, New Jersey. And now, today, oh, wow. It's pretty wild. Today, it is official that Sound of Freedom, in less than three weeks uh, after its release, has now made over $100 million gross. Uh, receipts domestically and the hits just keep on coming and the cheap shots by the arrogant as all get out media are starting well I mean not starting now we've already had the snarky uh, the snarky ass left uh, left-wing media all kind of wackadoodle screaming you know, oh, it's a QAnon movie. This isn't true. This doesn't really happen. It's like, how freaking stupid are you people? Never mind. I, I'm going because knowing me, I would answer that question. And well, I'm trying to keep it somewhat uh, less spicy, shall we say? Uh, but, but still, they, they these are idiots. But. The Guardian. It's now gone from the American press to the foreign press, uh, specifically the British press. In a story on the National Pulse, the Guardian newspaper in England is having a full-on freakout, just like they are having here in the U.S. Uh, CNN, MSLSD, and others. Uh, yeah other way out in left fielders but oh baby you want and if you don't think so check this out from the guardian uh the online edition headline trump hosts screening of sound of freedom a hit with QAnon devotees i'm like really did you have to be that dang snarky that oh well it's just a QAnon movie if you're making a, if you got a movie that only took fifteen million dollars to make, but you're grossing over a hundred million, as I've said before on social media posts, QAnon movie, my ass. I'm sorry. I'm just if you're offended by that. Sorry, not sorry, because I'm really sick of this. 
I have truly gotten sick of our our nation's media and now you're throwing in the Brits and it hasn't even reached Europe and heck it's not even reached Mexico or any of Latin America Central America or South America yet it's not expected to be uh, debuting in Mexico uh, for about another month or so so I'm kind of going eh, okay sure uh, so now you've got the you've got the the European press starting to uh, get a little snarky and smarmy about it but this only tells me the movie it, it's not just a movie it is a movement and the movement is picking up speed you've got all kinds of groups uh mom's groups uh men's groups church groups uh civic organization you know just a group of friends getting together buying tickets and going to see it and i absolutely love it i absolutely love it oh i mean at Bedminster last night, President Trump, as busy as he is with all that's going on in his life, witnesses who were there at the event said President Trump sat front row center and didn't move for over two hours. He was focused, locked on to that movie. And afterwards, with Jim Caviezel on one side, and Tim Ballard and his very lovely wife on the other side, he goes and just speaks and says, thank you for what they're doing. And I'll tell you what, a second Trump term, holy cow. You better believe that Trump is going to make this a priority. He is going to go after these kids and those who traffic them and rescue these kids. Because, frankly, the Homeland Security Department is going to need a major league overhaul, given the fact that a Homeland Security whistleblower had said and brought the evidence forth that there were 85,000 kids that they have lost track of. 85,000 kids. That's just wrong on its face. You know, not so much the reason or anything like that. Just the fact that you've got that many kids who are trafficked. I mean, oh my gosh. I, I, I think about it and I have to not think about it so much because what it does, it makes my blood boil. Absolutely makes my blood boil. To think that the incompetent dingbats in the Biden administration have lost that many kids. That's bad enough. But you add insult to injury? When Biden came into office, he got rid of the, he required stop DNA testing of these kids because they, because they didn't know, we didn't know if the adult that was with them was actually a mom, dad, somehow familial. We didn't know. Oh, but the Biden regime is stupid. No, scratch that. No, 
That's not the right word. The Biden administration is sick and evil. You stop the firewall from kids getting turned into commodities to be traded like the stock market for sex. Because now you can't give them DNA testing. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is in, a, in its own sick, twisted way. The Biden regime, Mayorkas, whoever, has engaged in aiding and abetting international child sex trafficking. And I know some of y'all are probably just going, what? Who, what is this price problem? I said, well, think about it, folks. Use your brains instead of sitting on them. You lose, you don't have the ability to DNA test these kids and these supposed parents or whatever with these kids and unaccompanied minors. I'm like, oh my Lord, don't even get me started on that too, because that it makes, it would make me cry. It would make me mad at the same time. And I would probably beat the living crap out of somebody because this is just wrong. We're now dealing with this. The issue is out there. And in spite of the mainstream, lamestream, lying sack of crap media, people are getting it. And even, <laughs> I, I want to give Jim Caviezel a big old hug. I really would love to. And even going on Fox, yes, the Trump-hating Rupert Murdoch's Fox, and Brian Kilmeade, dang, what a freaking idiot. You know, here's Jim Caviezel at Bedminster last night, along with the producer, uh, Eduardo Verastegui. And yet, they're going there, they're doing interviews, and they are getting all kinds of, you know, kind of grief. I mean, they won't tell them to their faces because they will go there and they will just mess him up. Especially Caviezel. <laughs> oh, Caviezel's a stud. Oh, but I definitely want to give that man a big hug for what he's doing. Same with Tim Ballard. And, and so now you've got the mainstream media here. You've got the British press here. Uh, you, and now all of a sudden, because they go to Trump's Bedminster Club in New Jersey... It's like, the beakers came out, griping, moaning, complaining like petulant children. Will somebody please slap, slap these, those, some sense into these people or slap the stupidity out of them? Because they are not, I repeat, not, should and should never be taken seriously because these people are aiding and abetting evil. Sorry, not sorry gonna say it oh wait I just did darn it oh well but yeah I, I, and I love it I, I love that they're having these cows I mean they're having cows all over the place man it's like they could start dairy farms all over the country and what the hey considering the price of beef and everything else uh, as far as dairy products shoot take it. it's like hey drive the price down Works for me. 
Okay, so I mean we've got that, but now again today another uh <laughs> Oh my goodness. Another reason why the Democrats are a truly pathetic and predictable bunch. Today, the House Select Subcommittee on the Weaponization of Government met today. And this woman, I, I, I got it wrong on the uh, video version. She's not from Vermont. She's the delegate from the Virgin, from the U.S. Virgin Islands. This Plaskett woman, very Democrat, very stupid, very snarky. And frankly, I'm like, girlfriend, are you really? And, and the fact that you are a member of Congress and you are that much of a programmed sheep? Man, almost make, it really, it's people like that that really make, make me ashamed that to be black and smart and have common sense. Because if this is what is supposed to represent the black community, no wonder we got trouble. But anyway, so now apparently, <laughs> before things really got going in the committee, you had Democrats manifesting all kinds of weirded out behavior, especially people like Debbie Wasserman Schultz, Democrat, Florida, also has a bad perm. And she's like, no, we need to... <laughs> the irony was beautiful. Here you're having a hearing in the weaponization subcommittee on censorship and what do the Democrats try to do out right out of the chute? They wanted to censor the committee. They wanted to censor the meeting. They didn't want it public. Now, thank God, um, Jim Jordan, who is the chair of this subcommittee, as well as the Judiciary Committee, is like, eh, sorry. You don't have the you don't have the majority anymore. Sit down, have a cookie, and shut up. So yay! So here comes Robert F. Kennedy Jr., Democrat, uh, trying to take out Biden, and the Democrats eat their own. If you don't get with their program, they will turn on you like a pack of rabid wolves. Just like what happened with Joseph Ziegler yesterday in the oversight committee the, he is uh the second irs whistleblower who was there with gary shapley now mr ziegler in his opening statement shot right across the bow of every single solitary democrat in the whole stinking committee saying that one he's gay two he's a democrat three he came to the hearing on his own expense nobody gave him any money so if you want to try to go down and play that uh, idiotic card sorry uh, I will shoot you down and shot him down before they even pro I mean they might have I don't know but it's just crazy but it was pretty rough in there so now you have Robert Kennedy Jr. and it's just like oh man oh man these people were in major league freakout mode 
melting down all over the place. This Plaskett woman, Wasserman Schultz, probably a few others. But anyway, the fact that you have these two IRS whistleblowers who have come forward and, and here's a cherry on top of the Sunday, a retired FBI supervisory agent. So this, so this was a guy who was up there uh, as far as, you know, mid-level, not like some low-level field agent, but he was a supervisory agent from Delaware who, <laughs> who corroborated a lot of what both whistleblowers shared about the DOJ's interference with the Hunter Biden investigation, uh, having people tip them off as to what they were going to be doing with Hunter Biden, and nope, you can't have this, you can't have this warrant, no, you can't ask this question. I mean, the DOJ was so very much involved. I mean, to the point where it's just like, yuck, why did, I mean, I'm surprised they were even able to get anything out of this investigation at the IRS and all the crud that that was going on there that, you know, it was a surprise because the DOJ got involved in so much of this. Like, oh, no, you can't do this, can't do this. Oh, yeah, it is preferential treatment. So if you have a problem in disagreeing with me on that, again, I say, so what? Get over it. You are not going to squash my First Amendment rights just because you think somehow you can or you're powerful or somehow you're mightier than God Almighty and I know that ain't right so yeah so it's going to be interesting to watch that as well um, what's going on with that today now let's see we've got okay oh, sorry just taking a look here but yeah it's really interesting with these two, now two FBI whistleblowers that are very different. And the Democrats don't know really what to do except throw, you know, to have their tantrums and scream and, oh, you have no evidence, you have no evidence. It's like, uh-huh, yeah, you can say that from now until the second coming, but eh, you can't prove it. You can be, you, you're gonna drown in denial and frankly, I'm not that sad over it. Oh well. But anyway. Uh, wow. But here's one story. I mean, it's really a continuation of the Ray Epps saga. Oh, mama. And Revolver.News, Darren Beatty and his fine group of independent uh, investigative journalists it's just wild. I, I'm. It is just absolutely wild. I mean, frankly, I don't know how Ray Epps escaped being arrested. But if you don't know the name, or you don't remember his involvement, his serious involvement in January sixth, I will give you a bit of a rundown. But now, before I do, now keep in mind. Ray Epps apparently has filed a defamation lawsuit against Fox News 
for the coverage of him and his involvement in January 6th. So, so here's Epps, the mysterious Mr. Epps, who apparently now has filed a defamation suit, but the problem is uh, Mr. Epps doesn't quite understand, or he does understand, or he's trying to, you know, throw out a squirrel uh, out there to like, oh, no, 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 squirrel, squirrel, look at this, look at this, look at this, you know, and keep away from the facts of the case. Because whoever is defending Fox News in this defamation suit, there's a lot of, there's an awful lot of evidence that they could easily find to prove that Epps, frankly, is a lying sack of crap. Now, I'll do just a little bit of this because uh, of sort of the timeline, how to set this up properly in its proper context. Now, I don't know what Epps is thinking here. Because there has been extensive reporting, especially by Revolver.News. I highly recommend you look at it. Look at the video evidence. Look at the audio evidence. What was said and what he was doing. And I don't think you can really, if, you have, if you're fair-minded... And if you're not a fan of the January 6th kangaroo court, which thank God is gone, but it did cost Liz Cheney's out, Adam Kinzinger's out, Nancy Pelosi is no longer speaker, and the Democrats have just completely devolved into full-on delusional mode. And, you know, their conspiracy theories... You know, they know the truth and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh my gosh. But that's beside the point. Now, as far as, far as Epps is concerned, there is video footage going back to January 5th, the night before, where he gathered a group of people to try to get them to go into the Capitol. And... Some of the people that were there were going, ah, no, I don't think so. And started yelling, fed, 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 pointing at him. And he's there trying to be the ringmaster of this circus. Agent provocateur. And I'll even play a little bit. Because this will tell you what's going on. Uh, about who Ray Epps is. I'm sorry, I, I wish I could get you the video, but the audio is pretty condemning on its own. So let's try this. Tomorrow, we need to go into the Capitol. Into the Capitol. Yep, that was January 5th. And the people that were gathered there was like, no, fed, 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 go in there peacefully. Mm-mm. Sorry, Ray, baby. Mm-mm. If that does not sound like an incitement to insurrection to go into the Capitol, I don't know what it is. It's a fed surrection. 
has to be because apparently there are enough people there who said, oh, heck no. Uh-uh, we ain't going in there. So, but there is more. I mean, there is more. I want to play some more of this because there is some things that, oh, oh my goodness. Hang on a second here. What? I'll just let you listen for yourselves. Tomorrow? I don't even like to say it because I'll be arrested. Well, let's not say it. We need, we what need we to say? go, I'll say it. All right. We need to go in. Shut the fuck up, Boomer. To the Capitol. Face fed person? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need to go into the Capitol. I didn't see that coming. Okay. okay. Monument Hill. <laughs> Okay, please spread the word. We're going into the Capitol where the, our problems are. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Uh, and the scary part about this, there is more to it. So let me go and let's, let's finish some of this because there is more that is really the cherry on top of the sundae. Okay, now you heard the chat, the crowd chanting USA, USA at one of the barriers, the barrier checkpoints. Before they went at it, Ray Epps came up next to a young man wearing a red MAGA hat and whispered something in his ear. He's also telling people, hey, when we get in the Capitol, don't take that with you. Blah, blah, blah. Now, you want to tell me, and if anybody wants to try to tell me that somehow um, Ray Epps was not involved in this, shoot. Uh, th this, ain't, this is funny. Now, of course, he wanted to get mad at Tucker Carlson when he was still with Fox, but here's a little excerpt from Tucker himself. So we're going to go to another story um, that's been brewing tonight. So for weeks, as you know, the January 6th committee has been holding hearings. They've been widely covered on the other channels. We haven't seen the news value in them. But there is a bit of news to emerge from that story, and we want to get to it now. So the New York Times has written hundreds and hundreds of articles about January 6th since it happened, describing it as a riot, an insurrection, as part of its coverage last summer, the Times published a video documentary in which the Times reported that one man was actually caught on camera planning an insurrection, encouraging a breach of the Capitol complex. That man's name is Ray Epps. Now, the New York Times noted that Epps was videotaped on both January 5th and January 6th, urging protesters to storm the Capitol. Here it is. Okay. This is uh, a, a lot of what I just played you previously from... It, it was just a repeat, but here's Tucker Carlson back in the day talking about Epps. Now, keep in mind, after all the craziness went down at the Capitol, Ray Epps' picture was put 
on the FBI's website back in that January 2021 as a person of interest. They wanted to talk to him. And yet, it was there for six months. Six months. But now, <laughs> here, fast forward six months later to July the 1st of 21. His picture, all of a sudden, poof, gone. Scrubbed from the website. And it's like, wait a minute. What changed from June 30th of 21 to July 1st? Well, apparently, the identity of Ray Epps was discovered, and it was also discovered that he lived in Arizona. Now, when local and regional media down there went to the FBI's field office in Phoenix, and they wanted to know about Epps and why was his photo removed from the website, they said they never heard of him. I'm like... Okay, that right there is major league hinky. Major league. So why is a guy who was on your whose picture was on your website for six months now all of a sudden disappeared and now you're trying to tell me, you know, telling the people, telling the media down there that he doesn't exist, you know, they don't they've never heard of him? <sighs> yeah. I'm sorry, Ray Epps, but the def your defamation suit is really got holes in it. And I do mean major league holes like Swiss cheese. So yeah, this is just really stinking odd uh, about this. So, and just go to revolver.news and they will have a lot more about Epps, his involvement in January 6th, and maybe some reasons as to why he's never been arrested while grandmas and grandpas and the January 6th prisoners in the gulag in DC are still there and this clown is still running free there is no justice I mean and this is coming you know from the Justice Department there's no justice these are political prisoners and it drove one to the point being in that solitary confinement and all that, that it he took his own life. So don't tell me that, oh, it was an insurrection. I'll look at you funny and tell you you're an idiot because you're obviously sheep who can be easily programmed by the mainstream media and don't have the ability to dig below the surface. So I'm not going to be nice about that, but one last thing. Uh, that just blows my mind. This is a story out of Stewart, Florida. And Stewart is def uh, down south. I'm not exactly sure precisely where Stewart is, but apparently, according to Gateway Pundit, uh, there is a story there that just blows my mind. Sorry. There we go. From a local TV station, WPTV News, down in towards South Florida, the FBI, <laughs> at least twenty to twenty-five to thirty IRS IRS agents 
in tactical gear rate of business down in Stewart, Florida. Now, this was a story that happened yesterday, but, hmm, I think to myself, okay, there, even the local media was not able to get any information as to why all of these IRS agents in tactical gear, full tactical gear, go into this business, raid it, take out boxes of files. And, and I thought to myself, hmm, does this sound familiar? Why, yes, it does. The very same weaponized FBI recently stormed a gun dealer in Great Falls, Montana, uh, and took boxes of certain files but in this case, the files had zero financial information. Zero. And I thought, hmm, why is the IRS, and there was one agent from the ATF, they took boxes of files with what's called a 4473 form. And it's just, it has no, I repeat, no financial information but it does have an awful lot of personal information. And yet they took, you know, they took boxes and boxes out of there. And I thought to myself, hmm, the IRS goes to a gun dealership, a legal, uh, a legal business, takes all these files that are loaded with personal information and no financial information and boom and tries to scare him and intimidate him and I'm thinking to myself hmm why would they do that well certainly the only thing that came to my mind that made sense was they were trying to build some type of a database and and how who's the next gun shop owner to be raided by the IRS to get all this information. Hmm, I don't know. But this has that same sort of feel. Now, this wasn't a gun store. This was a other business. It was uh, a temporary, uh, let's see, what was the name? Oh, yes, here we go. T-Off Temps and Elite Payroll Solutions. Okay. So this wasn't a gun store. This was a payroll company and maybe a temporary employment agency. Now that I have a little bit more, it makes a little bit more sense, but the fact that the FBI wouldn't even tell the local media why were they going into this business so heavily armed? I mean, were they executing a search warrant? What were they doing? and nothing absolutely positively nothing from the irs or even their field office in miami nothing so i don't know what's going on with this but dang i don't know if you'll ever get the truth of this but ye gads i mean this oh these new weaponized irs agents it's like hmm Okay, and um, especially now, this is going to be fun to see if 
the House Republicans actually have some spine uh, and some brass ones to stop with the crazy spending, to defund a lot of this crap. And frankly, I don't think that, I mean, they might succeed in the House, but the Senate, forget about it. This is why many political insiders are saying, hey, you're not going to get regular order. You're not going to get the 12 separate appropriations bills. The Senate isn't going to care because, you know, you've got the Uniparty with Mitch McConnell and Schmucky Chucky Schumer. So, yeah, so all you're going to end up with come the end of September is a continuing resolution until Christmas time, and then there's a big old omnibus going right into 2024, the primary season, and the general election. And it's going to make Donald Trump's life incredibly screwy. And Republicans will be partially responsible for it. So, don't know what's going on with that story, but I'm going to keep a, I'm going to try to keep an eye on it. Uh, as find and to find out why did they need uh, SWAT um, SWAT gear and to raid a place that was a payroll and temp, payroll company and a temporary employee agency. So who knows? But my friends, I hope you have I hope you have a good rest of the week. Tomorrow it's WTF Friday. I will see you then. And as always, hey, tell your friends. You can find us on all podcast platforms. Uh, to uh, and we're everywhere. Just subscribe, follow, uh, and be notified when new episodes are uploaded. We greatly appreciate it. And till then, so long, farewell, Alvida Zane, and <laughs> always remember that patriots come in all colors.